Uh, hey, Alyssa. Hey, Samantha. Ooh, I am not saying welcome back. This yeah. isn't my YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, well, are you ready to record the podcast today? I am ready to record the podcast at this time. Stuck at the office for a traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. impromptu so yeah <laughs> it was very last minute like we knew that this episode was coming but um we just didn't know when yeah and then I texted Sam and I was like when do we want to record this pregnancy update and she I gave her like time slots and she was called me and she was like are you ready right now it's <laughs> like I guess I can brush my hair oh <laughs> uh, boy um yeah I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast yet about you being pregnant I don't think so oh my gosh I was just gonna announce it do you want to announce it I'm pregnant (laughs) (laughs) thank you for taking the wheel though yeah sounds pregnant (laughs) maybe we have I don't know I can't remember it's all a blur we have like too many like I always say something like spoons in the fire pots in the fire and you're always like that's not a thing anyway Um, I we definitely didn't talk about it last season and this might end up being the first episode yeah of season six six I think wild I know I can't believe it I know we really kept this thing going <laughs> well it's shocking just because like neither of us conform to a schedule otherwise <laughs> I know but this is the only thing where like unless we have a cancellation or like something beyond our control yeah we post an episode it's crazy yeah I'd like a little recognition for that not from you guys or from you but from myself Good job, Alyssa. Boop, boop. <laughs> when you said not from you guys, I was going to be like, no. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> from myself. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I gave myself a pat on the back of the head. Yeah. But it's a pat on the back that it's supposed to be. So We're keeping it alive. Yeah. Anyways, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, that's what we're going to talk about today. So sorry if that doesn't interest you. Yeah. But so. Hit me. How far along are you? I'm 20 weeks. Wait. Oh, my God. I know. I Literally, the last time I asked you that, I think you were 14. Dude, it's fucking wild. So I'm like halfway now. 20, 20 weeks, three days. Oh my goodness. Um, The baby is the size of a grapefruit. It's grapefruit. That's um, crazy. It is crazy, but it definitely feels the size of a grapefruit, and it feels like it's directly inside my vagina. Do you, um, do you still have that, like, pressure feeling? Yes. Like, it, explain it, it. It just feels like... So I was explaining to Alyssa, like, when I have sex, it's really uncomfortable because, like, it feels like there's a fucking grapefruit, like, directly in my vagina. Like, not, like, a little bit. No, like, there, right there, hanging out. Um, But, yeah, it still feels that way. Like, it feels so fucking low. And, like, I was reading because on this, my, like, pregnancy tracker app, it tells you, like, how big the baby is and then, like, what's going on developmentally and all that kind of stuff. And they were like, you should feel it right behind your belly button. And I was like, it's never even <laughs> traveled that far north. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just really not about it at all. <laughs> You're just carrying very low. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I wonder if, like, when you get, like, super pregnant, if you will be carrying low then, too, or if it'll, like, I I don't know. I, I'm really curious, but it's also like so bizarre at this point. W- w- like it feels like the pregnancy has gone by fairly fast, but also 
it's so odd to think that I have another like four and a half months of this yeah <laughs> to sit through because I already feel like pretty uncomfortable and I feel like my belly is pretty big and like I don't like having to stand <laughs> like <laughs> like just like needing to pee 42 times during the night I'm like oh my god <laughs> I have to like gear myself up to like stand up out of bed Ugh. um so it's hard to imagine like getting even bigger than this which of, of course I will like yeah obviously I have another fucking 18 to 20 weeks ahead yeah it's so interesting like being witness to you being pregnant because <laughs> I mean for a myriad of reasons but in the beginning it was like very apparent that you were pregnant which is odd to me because like there's no like visual signs so, yeah, yeah. that you're pregnant but you were like pretty sick you know you were super nauseous you were super tired like it was apparent that like oh you're growing a baby yeah but then all of a sudden it was like you weren't pregnant anymore yeah <laughs> to me do you know what I mean like mm -hmm. because you do wear like baggy sweaters I don't generally feel like I, I'm sh I, I'm sure that your belly feels so big to you <laughs> but like I don't you know what I mean see it I'm yeah. just like you look exactly the same to me and so for a while there, I like forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I obviously didn't forget. We talk about it all the time, but it's kind of just like, oh yeah, like that was a thing that happened. I know. <laughs> like you were pregnant. It, it does feel a little bit like that though, because like when, I, and I'm sure like later on, like once I've had a kid or two or whatever, then it won't probably feel this way. But like when it's like your first pregnancy, it's it's all consuming like it was all I thought about in the beginning and it was like I was researching so much stuff and I felt like so much pressure like I, okay I have to learn how to breastfeed and I can't even do it yet like, <laughs> like I, I wanted to learn so much and I wanted to research so much and know everything about everything and whatever um and then I was so nauseous all the time and like not like I, I want to clarify I didn't have like extreme morning sickness it was just like this constant like little lull yeah. of nausea um that just was like more annoying than anything but also just fucking perpetually tired so I felt pregnant all the time which I think made it <clears throat> like the front of my mind and then when I entered into like the second trimester everyone was like it's the best like you're gonna feel so great and that was literally immediately it was like the fog lifted I was like oh my god I'm fucking human again yeah and I felt so much more normal than I had been feeling and so it was a lot easier to just focus on like other things, which I prefer. Like, I think a lot of people like to like really revel in their pregnancy. I don't like right. that because it just makes me panic. Yeah. <laughs> like and worry that there's something wrong or that I'm doing something wrong or I'm not eating enough protein or, you know, like I, I just don't want to like sit and stew and stew and stew about it all the time. Yeah. When I think like so. with anything everyone's experience with something is different and like mm -hmm. feeling sick is subjective yeah and like you know like how you want to f be during your pregnancy is completely different yeah you know person to person I don't know it's so it's so interesting for me to think about like me possibly being pregnant one day and I'm like gosh what would I be like I'm so curious <laughs> too I'm so curious too Sam and I were talking the other day and I was like what if me being pregnant is the time where I'm just like, fuck this. Like, because <laughs> usually if I'm in pain or something like that, like I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like I just am like, it's you, fine. People from the outside like wouldn't probably know it. Yeah. Like I just pretend that I'm fine even though I'm like dying inside. But then something happened to me the other day. My, I think, I mean, I don't know. But I think what like my uterus was like, um, 
spasming or something like that. And it was like quite possibly the worst pain I've ever been in in my life. And like I've fractured my back. Um, I've actually had my lungs suctioned out (laughs) from the inside. And this was more painful than I can recall. You know what I mean? So I, in that moment when I was like crouching on the bathroom floor, like pretty much in like a position you might give birth in, (laughs) if you were standing, I guess, I was like, I don't know that I... I don't know that I could do this like because there's absolutely no way that my uterus like spasming or whatever it was doing is even close to the pains of labor you know (laughs) oh like I just don't see but like this is the thing like everyone that I've talked to about it or that I've heard explain it they talk about it in a way where it's like it's so painful that like you're in a different fucking place yeah which like it's hard to fathom that but like I'm just hoping fucking Jesus take the wheel man because like I I we've I think I've mentioned on the podcast I've obviously mentioned it to you but like I'm terrified of giving birth Mm. cry about it frequently but like I've had to stop thinking about yeah the premise of the fact like like just that 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 this child is going to be birthed from my loins I'm like I just can't (laughs) I just need to not even acknowledge that that's happening because I don't know and I was um our friend Christy just um gave birth to her first little baby boy (laughs) He's perfect. Um, but she was talking to me over this app, Marco Polo. It's kind of like Snapchat. Um, and she was like breastfeeding and she had her son like kind of like on her chest and her his head was so close to her head. And I was like, damn, that fucking head is big, man. <laughs> like that that head went through my, my friend's vagina. Like, I, And it was just so hard to like visually look at and be like, her baby's also like a month old, but like, <laughs> it was just so hard to look at and be like, fuck, like that's going to be what's coming through the fucking gates. The <laughs> gates. Yeah. And not very much time at all. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, I couldn't do it. Good fucking luck, Sam. <laughs> yeah. But it was just interesting to me to experience that pain because like, well, because I think like with everything, with the fact that like I am pregnant, obviously you're going to relate it back to that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I just, gosh, I do, I do think with you, this is like obviously me just like deciding in my head like how it's going to go. <laughs> just like maybe inappropriate, I don't know. But with you, I find that when you're in like extreme situations, like extreme stress or like extreme whatever that I've witnessed, you do go into this kind of like, we'll just figure it out. Mm. It's like, there's no more like turmoil. There's no more like, oh my gosh, like stressing yourself out. It's just like, it's it's so much that it's just like, we'll be fine. Yeah. We'll get through it sort of thing. And I just wonder if that's kind of like the situation, if you're just going to be like. <sighs> I, I hope so. Because it is usually the thought that's like far, except for the dentist, it is usually the thought of it that's way worse than like the actual thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah I don't know man like I am like a little bitch for sure (laughs) like I I just don't like I don't like the pain (laughs) like I just don't like I'm not someone that I'm like oh it's fine like I'm willing to go through no like I don't care for it you know like I I don't know but I'm hoping it'll be fucking gravy yeah hoping for the best anticipating the worst (laughs) Um, We're like the miracle of childbirth, anticipating the worst. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to be fucking realistic, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I think because, like, a lot of people have asked if I have, like, a birth plan and stuff. And I keep responding with, like, my plan is to give birth because I really, 
I know so many people get really attached to this idea of like exactly how they want to give birth and exactly what they want it to look like and feel like and all these kinds of things, um, which obviously like it's it's a very it can be very traumatic and like you never know what's going to happen. You never know if there's going to be like something last minute that goes wrong or you need to change plans or whatever. And so the last thing I want is to like go into that situation and feel like not only scared because I'm doing this thing that's scary, Mm -hmm. nervous about the fact that inevitably like now I'm going to have a child (laughs) that I have to actually care for, but then also like devastated that I'm not able to follow this birth plan that I had like been dead set on for nine months, you know? Um, I don't know. But what do you think you're going to be like pregnant? Do you think you're going to be like really confident in your body or do you think what, like where do you think you're going to be with that kind of stuff? So I kind of struggle with talking about like my body because this is what I want to say. I'm going to be so confident. Mm -hmm. Um, My body's so powerful. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of things. That's what I want. That's what I appreciate in social media and all of these things and the way that media is kind of trying to lean to go. But I do still struggle. Like I do still struggle with my like past with not actively struggling with disordered eating but like the fact that I know that it's there you know what I mean and like body image issues and stuff like that so I would love to say that like I'm (laughs) empowered in the every shape and form that my body takes but if I'm being completely honest I do prefer my body when I feel strong and I'm being active and I'm eating foods that are fueling my body sort of thing um and in that has resulted in a thinner body Mm -hmm. and so I I struggle with like the um, messaging behind that as well because I don't want that to be a message that I'm like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, perpetuating yeah. sort of like diet culture or like over-exercising or anything like that because I do eat <laughs> eat the way that I do because honestly, if I don't, my stomach, my stomach has been in pain for the last like two weeks basically right yeah. now because I've been eating like for the holidays um, and I do exercise to help my anxiety, but I I would feel um disingenuous if I didn't say that like the physical outcome of those actions didn't make me feel good also yeah for right so (laughs) long-winded um I think I will struggle I think I will struggle a little bit with like the way that my body changes and I have this like weird thing where I don't like anything that's going to be different on my body for the rest of time like scars and stuff like that I have a really hard time with I don't know why like what is attached to that but even when I got my lipoma removed on my back the reason I didn't want to get it removed was because I would have a scar yeah (laughs) which absolutely changes nothing you know what I mean like it's not the end of the world but for some reason my brain attached to the fact that there was going to be something on my body for the rest of my life yeah so those kind of things like do come up in my mind that I'll, I'll just like have to overcome but I do think I'm going to be one of those people who's just like touching my belly all the time and like talking to my like baby. Like really sentimental. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just wonder if that will overpower my like negative self-talk yeah. and like my body image issues and stuff like that. Because I do like, I like even the thought of having a baby in there, I'm just like, oh. And like, I'm, I'm not concerned about my belly getting big. I'm not, con- you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. I just... I just, I don't know what it is. I don't like it when my body changes really at all. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I just don't know. I, I will just have to take it as it comes. But how did, how did you cope with, like, were you like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'd like change that body? Or was it something that you had to be like, oh my goodness. Ugh, 
This is like such a weird. I haven't seen my therapist in a while. I feel like I need to preface <laughs> this whole like what's about to come here. Um, and it's it's hard to like talk about because I think that um, I think that there's this idea that like when you're pregnant, you should feel really powerful and you should feel really grateful and you should feel beautiful and you should look at other pregnant women and think they look beautiful and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, of course, like, yeah, I want to feel that way. Um, but I felt really the opposite. I thought that I was going to feel really, really confident in my body. Um, I've never been super confident in my body, not to the point where I let it like ruin my life, but you know, it's just, I'm just, I don't feel like a hundred percent all the time. Um, and like my stomach was always one thing that I really, really always felt self-conscious about because that's kind of where I gain weight, um, first. And so a lot of people have said that like they feel their best during pregnancy and I thought that that would be similar for me because ugh, like almost because like I-, I think that in my mind it would justify me having a belly <laughs> you know like I'm like well I'm pregnant now so that's why like I have this belly and it's not anything to feel embarrassed about not that like additional weight on any part of your body is something to feel embarrassed about but right. I don't know I think that like I, I felt like that was going to be something that would be really like empowering for me and I felt quite the opposite yeah (laughs) like I really haven't felt um that great about my body um I think for the first little bit when my belly was starting to grow it I just I felt bloated and I didn't feel like I looked like cute and pregnant I looked just like I was bloated and like gaining weight kind of thing um and I oddly like in the past few weeks I haven't gained weight at all I gained all the weight in like the first like few weeks kind of thing mm-hmm. um and now it's like really slowed down and my weight's like barely fluctuating <clears throat> um and so yeah I don't know I, I I thought that I was gonna feel a lot better um but it's as my belly's getting a little bit bigger I'm starting to feel a little bit more like okay yeah like I'm I'm pregnant I'm not just gaining weight um but I find it really odd how I perceive pregnant women now. In what way? Like, so, so at the beginning of like my pregnancy, um, Christy, our friend was pregnant. And then also this like other influencer that we follow, Desi was pregnant. And both of them, like, I mean, Christy is like a very dear friend. And like, I was just like, it was like a miracle child also. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's like worth mentioning because she had been infertile for a really long time. They ended up getting pregnant naturally, like out of nowhere kind of thing. Um, And so I was like so happy for her. And like I looked at her photos and I was like, oh, my God, like she's so beautiful. She's so radiant. She's so glowing because like I felt so happy for her. And I just felt like, oh, she's at that point in her life where she's like ready to be a mom. And then same thing with Desi when I was looking at her kind of journey because she also struggled with infertility. And then she's like just stunning as is anyways. But Mm -hmm. she really, you know, like she makes anything fucking look glamorous yeah desi's like a different kind of glam <laughs> yeah. man like yeah <laughs> she's um, got that uh, that aesthetic <laughs> yeah and like and you could tell that you know this was something that she had wanted for so long and it was so important to her and she was wanting to kind of like memorialize that through photos and mm-hmm. and so all the photos were like so beautiful um i think that part of it is that i feel too young to be having a kid even though that's obviously not the case yeah and there's like we're like almost 28 (laughs) I know I'm like (laughs) when um because like it said on this one sheet I can't remember what I was going in for maybe like an ultrasound or something but it said like um age at time of um birth 
like labor or whatever and it said 28 and i was like how fucking dare they (laughs) (laughs) presumptive wow like presumptive that i'll age (laughs) yeah and i was just was like oh damn like i kind of didn't realize i was gonna be fucking 28 when this shit was going down but um but it's i'm not too young it's not that i'm like not ready so to speak but it's just like this weird perception of like how young i feel and not feeling like i should look like a mom i guess Mm. i don't i don't know but now because i am not loving like how my body looks and stuff i was trying to find um i was on fucking kim kardashian's website skims oh yeah um because she has like maternity wear and so i've been waiting for this shit to come back in stock but my gmail like automatically filters out anything that's like oh that's so annoying (laughs) so i keep saying like notify me when you restock <laughs> but then i never fucking get a notification because it filters it out so i have to just keep checking back on the website anyways and i was looking at these like photos of women that are pregnant and i was like i don't like this like it was just so odd like i just felt so like um like just like such a weird reaction to this imagery of pregnant women and i was looking on other websites um like maternity websites and I don't want anyone to like take me the wrong way like of course I think everyone's beautiful I don't like judge other people's bodies but I think it's just because like I feel so not in like my right like mindset and like body right now that like it's hard for me to then see other women being pregnant when I felt so like oh my god like I can't wait till I'm taking photos like that yeah and now I'm like I never want to fucking take photos pregnant like I don't want you know, like, and and I know I will want these memories. So, like, I'm trying to, like, mm-hmm. take photos anyways kind of thing. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's such a weird place to be in. But here's kind of what I'm thinking now. I just wonder, because we grew up in a small town, and we did have quite a few, like, um, teen moms and mm-hmm. stuff like that in our high school. Uh, and the society around us in our small town looked very poorly on teen moms. Yeah. And there was a lot of, like judgment and negativity surrounding that surrounding these you know people who are taking on a really hard thing at a young age you know what I mean and I just wonder if that lends to it at all to your thought of like I'm I'm too young and I don't look like a mom I shouldn't you know are people judging me do I you know what I mean like those kind of things because in reality I I would highly (laughs) are like I don't think anybody would look at you pregnant and be like, how irresponsible, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like this 20, 27 year old married, like, you know what I mean? And not, not that there needs to be a like, judgment on anyone, judgment on anyone yeah. right? But, you know, societal norms in the past for giving birth yeah. are like, you're married, you have a house, you're, you know, you're old enough. What is old enough? Don't know. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I think, I just wonder if there was like outside kind of slow trickle yeah judgments that were coming into your brain that are like kind of manifesting now that you're pregnant and feeling like a little bit of imposter syndrome yeah um, I wouldn't pregnancy. disagree with that like I think that that's yeah because like I do feel like like I'll, I'll put on certain clothes and I'm like oh, I can't wear this like I look like I'm like trying to be like a teenager when I'm clearly fucking pregnant like it's yeah I don't know I I, I do think that that's kind of like part of it but it's just, it's odd. And like, I, I, I might 
have felt differently if I felt really, really connected to like my baby. And I know that there's some people that really do like they just feel super like in tune and they, you know, I I don't know, like it's like they have that connection already kind of thing. Um, I'm I don't feel that way yet. So I think which is which is interesting too. I mean, the thing about like pregnancy and like motherhood, it's incredible how much stigma there is around absolutely every aspect of it like Mm -hmm. how you should feel what you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing what you should look like how much weight you should gain like you know every single choice and every single emotion that goes into it there's some kind of stigma around it and someone telling you how it should be kind of thing so I'm like hesitant to talk about some of this stuff but at the same time it's like it just sucks because I know I'm not the only person. Like, I know right. I'm not the only person that's not connected to my, like, unborn child. And yeah. I know I'm not the only person that doesn't feel more confident pregnant rather than not. And yeah. But so why? So why are we, like, so scared to talk about it? And why do we still, you know... Because, like, if you are connected to your baby, great. Like, that's fantastic for you. If you're not, do I think you're a bad mother for it? No, of course not. Yeah. And I know that that doesn't make me a bad mom, but it's just like that continual, like you feeling kind of shitty, then you feeling guilty for feeling shitty about that thing um, and feeling like, oh, well, I should feel like this. But I don't know. I I think that if I felt really, really connected to my baby, I might feel more like this like pregnant glowing mom. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that's what I'm, I don't want to boil everything down to the media but I do feel like that's what we're fed by. it is the fucking media <laughs> and the patriarchy <laughs> but I said that yesterday like not jokingly I was like it's the patriarchy <laughs> I'm never joking <laughs> I was I was having a, I can't remember what it was about but I was having a conversation with my boyfriend he was posing a specific thing and I was like yes the patriarchy and he was like oh interesting anyway um what was I gonna say Yeah, I do think it's what we were told and fed by the media and by, you know, film and and television and stuff like that is these women, you know, or people who are carrying children look a certain way, they act a certain way. And I do I do agree that things are changing very Mm -hmm. slowly and maybe a little bit subtly. But I do think that now that we're kind of taking the reins yeah we're taking back media (laughs) via social media i think that there's more voices that are entering the chat which is is really great and um uh sarah the bird's papaya is also pregnant right now and looking at her content and stuff is like really um useful for me as well and like yeah you know resonates with me because she is honest and authentic in you know what i believe (laughs) that's how i see it um and i think that it is so important to talk about your authentic journey if you so choose because if we're only fed like you're gonna have glowing skin Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're gonna be powerful you're going you're sorry you're going to feel powerful yeah you're going to look beautiful or feel beautiful you do you know what I mean like you can see where I'm going with this it's like but you might not Mm -hmm. and that's okay too and the only reason in my opinion that we don't feel like it's okay is because we're fed I'm supposed to be x y and z but I'm not and so I don't know. It's just, uh, it's frustrating for me being like newer on the internet to, to feel a certain way and then get attacked for it when it's, uh, when it's not outwardly like harmful. Do you know what I mean? Like it's things that are true for me and I'm saying this is true for me and it's like, well, but that's not okay. It's like, but why? But it's true for me though. 
Yeah. And I'm not saying that you should feel this way or, or whatever, but it's like, otherwise I'm going to be feeding you a lie. Like film and television, like the media. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't like that. I want to hear from people like you. Well, and that's, I think that's the thing is like, we need to hear different perspectives to feel more normalized in what we're going through. And I think that it's it's kind of this catch-22 because, you know, um, something that I, I found kind of interesting and I wasn't anticipating this was that there was actually quite a few people that reached out to me um, really upset that I had, like, announced my pregnancy um, because they were struggling with infertility issues. Mm. And so they were like, you know, it's just it's just hard and it's frustrating to see and it's frustrating to watch and then you seem so flippant about it and like I'm you know like just like dying to have a child and to do this with like my partner and whatever and and you know like of course that's I you know I I I feel for people that struggle with infertility like that's I and and now especially because I'm pregnant I I can't imagine wanting that so badly and not being able to do that and feeling like so frustrated with your body and you know, and, and how your partner feels and, and all that stuff. And it's expensive to pursue, you know, other options if you do struggle with infertility. So I, I do have, you know, so much care for those people. But at the same time, like, it's it's really hard because if those people did get pregnant, I, I just don't think that they wouldn't talk about it eventually, mm-hmm. you know, out of respect for other people that are dealing with infertility issues. Um, so it's it's hard, you know, Um, I've said before, like, I don't like people seeing my reactions to things Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times my reaction isn't what people would assume someone's reaction would be, I guess. Um, and so, you know, like I am more kind of like deadpan just in general in life. I'm, I'm not like super excitable. I don't like really react particularly emotionally to most things and I do see things kind of like in a more um like balanced way I guess and so you know like it's hard like when people are like you're so flippant about your pregnancy like you don't even care like you're not even appreciative you're not like grateful you're not whatever it's like but that's not true like Mm -hmm. I just don't you know like it just doesn't look the same on me as it might look on you or it might look on someone else or whatever well and also it not to interrupt you but it might not look the same to a viewer as it does to you and your husband together. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't owe anyone the intimate moments Mm -hmm. that you and like your husband share, like you and, you know, the future auntie of your child (laughs) (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. And that, that is how I feel too, is I think that there are so many ways that we can be respectful of people who aren't as able as us in like every category. Like, posting it in the thumbnail or posting the title and not like catching people off guard with certain things that might be you know triggering or whatever yeah for sure but I I think that it's within our right to also be able to be joyful about these moments in our lives so being respectful and be genuine about your experience as well yeah by joyful (laughs) I mean like by being able to like share it you know joyful in your own way because I do think that you are joyful, but you're joyful in your own way. Mm -hmm. And I think what I've come to realize from you over the years is because it's so odd to me when you bring up things from like years and years ago that I'm like, that didn't even like resonate that you cared about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, um, like when I reached back out to you when we were in a fight and you and your boyfriend had broken up and you've brought that up and I'm like, I did, it didn't even like register to me that that was so important to you so I think that you internalize the feelings a lot and like hold on to them and cherish them within yourself 
you just don't express them which is like fine nobody like nobody's owed your expression well and I definitely like um because someone also said to me I bitched about this a million times already but not on the podcast so I'm going to (laughs) (laughs) um someone I was on a YouTube live and someone said that um they were like I know you're not going to be a loving mother but you I know you'll be kind and just um and like the the loving thing is something that's so weird because every video that I've ever posted with Matt, people are like, you're so mean to him. You're so rude. You're so like, you know, and, and even like with you on the podcast, because like, oh, this is quite emotional, obviously. Um, and, you know, there's been people that are like, you're so rude to her. Like, you know, she's like just emotional and sentiment, like whatever. And it's it's interesting because I I don't feel like I show my love in a particularly like, like, it's it's not super apparent, I guess, like to, mm-hmm. to outside people, I think. And like, I hope that obviously like you feel loved by me and Matt feels loved <laughs> by me and, you know, like my family and my friends and stuff like that. But like, it's it's not, I, I, I don't showcase it the way that maybe it's like particular, it's like traditionally portrayed in media. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just such a weird thing to have people be like, well, then you're not then you don't feel that clearly like yeah. you're you're obviously not going to be a loving mother because I see that you're not a loving person when it's like there's so many ways to express love and to show love to someone else um it reminds me so I read this book by Malcolm Gladwell called Talking to Strangers and um Alyssa like doesn't have to read the book at this point because I've like literally <laughs> verbatim told her every single thing that's in it but um there's this this is gonna seem really unrelated okay (laughs) they talk about um people who are going through like court like trials and stuff like that like for murder and different stuff like this um and that a lot of the times you know our perception of guilt or whatever is what kind of shapes you know the jury's opinion or the judge's opinion or whomever's as to whether or not that person's guilty for something. Right. Because, like, if you... Well, if you murdered this person, then you should be sad. You should be remorseful. You should be this. And if you're not, then clearly you're guilty. Mm. Um, and so it's it's kind of interesting because that whole book talks about basically, like, our perception of strangers' reactions and how that le- lends to our... Um, like, story of them? Yeah, like, our story of them and our belief around what, you know is is true for that person or or whatever um and so he goes into like all of these different examples like even like you know a, a guy approaching a woman in a bar and the fact that like if that guy's drinking then his perception of you might be skewed based on the fact that he's drinking and not that that makes like anything okay if you see where i'm going with this right but you know like a, a guy having a perception that like maybe you're interested in him when you're not um it's there's just so many different little it's such a good book you guys should definitely read it I like love that book I want to reread it now that I'm thinking about it but it's it reminds me of how (laughs) this experience of pregnancy has been because there's just so many people that feel like I'm not reacting how I should be reacting and I'm not I uh, you know and and thinking that I'm not grateful or thinking that I don't care or that like you know I'm not going to be a good mom or whatever and it's just such a weird thing because, yeah, like you don't know, obviously, what my life looks like behind closed doors and you don't know how I really feel because unless I'm telling you explicitly that I don't care, yeah. <laughs> like, then how could you possibly <clears throat> conclude that? 
you know well and what a hurtful thing to say in general anyway that you're not going to be a loving mother yeah and it's just interesting to me because I I wouldn't generally say to a friend you're not going to be a loving mother so so you don't see me as a friend so why would you expect that I would be showcasing to you my feelings the way I would to a friend yeah exactly right because what we put onto the internet we we try to be authentic you know and we try to be as like forthcoming as we're comfortable with being but at the end of the day we have to recognize that what we're putting out is being put out to the masses whatever the masses are right at least thousands of people and so it's not going to be identical to the way that you and I communicate or you and another friend communicates or your expression maybe right and that's and that's it's not that you're not being authentic but in minute ways you do have to be calculated Mm -hmm. to be respectful and approach or not approachable (laughs) respectful and appropriate is what I was going to say right and um I mean I don't really have anything else to say about that but it was just like an interesting thing that I was just thinking (laughs) well and I think that like for me as time has gone on like the longer that I've been doing this as a career the more that I have I'm pretty open about a lot of things Mm -hmm. but there's like it it is like those like private moments that I'm like I don't want to share this because I think like at one point a friend said to me she was like you have to think about what kind of ammunition you're giving people Mm. um and that really stuck with me because it's true like you know do I care about people you know making fun of how my makeup looks I fucking really don't Mm -hmm. like but do I care about people making fun of something about my wedding (laughs) or something about my child or you know like yeah that bothers me significantly more so Mm -hmm. it's it, it is like being calculated in in a the sense of what what am I giving people to talk about? Yeah. And am I going to be okay with them talking about this thing? And so this is kind of like, ugh, like I always get stuck in this kind of like push-pull within myself of wanting to talk about things because I do have this platform and I want to normalize stuff for people and I want people to feel okay. And especially because it has felt really ostracizing being pregnant and reading like the shit that these books say it's so like archaic it's just not even funny like it's incredible how um so many websites and so many books like all these resources about pregnancy talk down to pregnant women oh, <laughs> and really? about yes oh my god it's incredible like they're just saying like there was this one example of um I got this book that I thought was going to be kind of like more in line with like what I would need for my pregnancy journey and it was like talking about like mindfulness and yoga and um stuff like that and there was like a section about nutrition and one of the things was like um it was like this little like bubble at the bottom and it was like if you're hungry dot 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 and it was like ask yourself am I actually hungry ask yourself like does what I'm eating serve me and my child ask yourself am I emotional or am I whatever and it's like all of these kind of things that it's like why of all the fucking fish to fry I don't think that that's like the thing that's the most important to focus on like when you feel hungry asking yourself if you're actually hungry during pregnancy like yeah it's just you know it's things like that and then there was this other book that um was talking about like food choices and stuff like that and saying something like um like make the best decision for your child um don't make the best decision for like what your heart wants at the time and stuff like that which is like yeah of course like I'm not gonna go fucking binge drinking because that's what my heart wants but like 
it's it's in every single little aspect again just reinforcing this idea of how you should be behaving and and how you should be feeling and reacting and and i i don't know like it's just so so i struggle with like wanting to counter that and be like no it's okay to not feel this way and it's okay to like not to to eat when you're hungry and instead of like sitting and giving yourself a line of questioning about it and feeling guilty about it yeah um and then there's the other side of like well (laughs) but also it's like can be detrimental to my mental health to talk about these things because then I am giving that ammunition and I Mm -hmm. am letting people in and I'm allowing them you know to basically take part in the discussion because once it's out there people feel like well I can fucking respond (laughs) right because you put it out there so I don't know it's just it's weird it's like a weird thing that I always am back and forth on I feel like the important thing there from me hearing that is like the messaging behind it because to me I agree like I if I mean it's hard for me to talk about I'm not pregnant but if I was pregnant I would want to make like good obviously you do too I Mm -hmm. would want to make good decisions for what I'm putting in my body for my child to grow yeah but that also doesn't mean I'm not going to eat when I'm hungry yeah (laughs) you know what I mean so it's like weird that you put that in there you know like do I want to subsist off of like donuts and cake the whole time and only that and not eat a vegetable and stuff like that no of course not I don't want to do that anyway yeah but like why are you putting that in such a generalized like bubble well and I also think that like anybody that's anybody that's even talked about pregnancy or heard pregnancy you know generally there's things that you're not supposed to be doing it's yeah. not it's no secret like it's no it's it, like so not not that it goes without saying because of course people want to know like what they should and shouldn't be doing but there's just certain things where I'm like does this need to be said because like clearly I'm sitting here reading these resources I'm reading a book about nutrition so obviously like I'm trying to gain that information so do I need this like sideline of you being like you know just do what's best for you and your baby that's what I'm trying to do Mm-hmm. I don't even need you to comment on it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I think that, like, I think that's what doctors are for. Do and you know what I mean? It's like, if it, was, if it was actually concerning to your doctor, then they would, you know, they would say so. They would say so probably in the beginning, right? Like, if they have a history of you and your, like, health and, and whatever, you could kind of like see, okay, here's some areas that we're going to have to focus on. Like you being vegetarian. Yeah. I'm sure it was like something that was brought up at some point. Like, let's try and get some more protein in there. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, So I just don't know that like having a, like a general thing, like, you know, don't eat when you're fucking hungry. <laughs> like, yeah. what? But I think also, I mean, I will stop harping on it, but it's like, it just reinforces this idea that like we should feel guilty about being hungry or that yeah. we should be questioning that and and it's just like I just I I just hate shit like that so I mean basically every single thing that I've read except for this one singular book called like a mother by Angela Garps um every single thing that I've read it starts out like do what's best for you like you know best blah 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 and then it is at some point infiltrated with the same message of like 
But I'm judging you a little bit, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I've kind of got some feelings about this. Like, it's like you're not just delivering this information. You're delivering it with, like, you know, a serving of what the fuck is wrong with you if you yeah. aren't following this advice kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. But we'll see. Yeah. Things, I think, I think, yeah, like, social media, like, people like Sarah, it is, like, a really helpful resource to have. And I, I kind of can't imagine, like, having been pregnant before this era yeah because like being able to read blogs being able to watch youtube videos being able to follow people on instagram and stuff like that that talk about these kinds of things it is really helpful and it's you know like you can learn about so many products and feelings and like the whole process and the whole journey like just being able to hear other people's experiences i think is really helpful when my grandma was pregnant ultrasounds weren't a thing she told me that the other day that is so wild. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I was saying like, I, because I was talking, she was asking how you were feeling. And um, I was like, it's so weird to me to think about being pregnant because I need to know everything like every day. Like what's the mm-hmm. update? I, I was like, I can't imagine going like for so long without an, another ultrasound. And she was like, oh yeah, well, when I was pregnant, there just weren't ultrasounds. And I was like, excuse me. That's so bizarre, <laughs> man. I wouldn't have thought about that. <clears throat> but I mean, it's it's true. Like you, you literally feel like nobody's fucking... Like, all the time, I'm like, does nobody want to know what's going on here? Like, does nobody have any questions about what's taking place? Should we double check that everything's okay? I don't know. Like, because it feels like in the first and second trimester, you virtually have no fucking appointments. Yeah. Like, you have one ultrasound in the first trimester. I think you have one ultrasound in the second trimester. That's all I have booked so far. Yeah. Um, Like, based on, like, what my doctors and midwives want from me. It's just so odd. I've met with my midwife once. Yeah. That's also partially because of COVID. But yeah. like they don't really fucking meet with you until the last the last leg of the race. Yeah. And then you're fucking in there all the time. It's so like cool but also like weird to think that there's like a a human in, in you. I know. Like just as an aside. Like I knew that this was happening around the world my entire life, but like now that there's like a it's there. There's a human in inside there. I know. And, like, it has, like, fingers and toes and, That's like... That's fucked up, man. It's lips. It has lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's... When I read, like, same thing, like, the little pregnancy updates on my tracker thing, um, it's when it says the things that the baby's doing, like, it's... It can grab tightly onto its umbilical cord. It can yawn. It can, like, start sucking its thumb at this point. It can hear your voice. Like, whatever. What the fuck? Like, that's the shit that's so weird to me. It's just, it's odd to think about it doing human things. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Like, that's just what's, like, the most bizarre ever to me. Yeah, and it's going to come out, and it's going to be a human. I know. Like, it's going to move and, like, cry and... Yeah. And poop, I've heard. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Do you, do, do you, did I tell you about how babies are drinking their pee? I'm pretty sure I did. You did, yeah. Yeah. I really like to, like, give Alyssa all the horror stories, but babies drink their pee. Yeah. From what I understand. In the in in the sack, right? In the in that sack. <laughs> yeah. because <laughs> um, yeah, they're like peeing into the amniotic fluid and swallowing the amniotic fluid. I just thought that all that shit would be fucking carried elsewhere. Yeah, but like where? <laughs> I, guess. I don't know. Like I guess I'm taking care of it. I'll get rid of that pee for you or something. Not yeah. like let's not get to the point where you're needing to like drink, you know, bodily fluids about it. It's just so like odd that that like as somebody who knows very little about pregnancy and science, it's so odd to me that like humans can live 
without air with you know what i mean until they come out it's like this is some matrix shit dude it's (laughs) it's bizarre like the more i read about pregnancy the more i'm like my mind is it is like the most bizarre fucking thing ever and it also is odd because like i a lot of people are obviously like very panicked about doing the right thing and making sure that whatever but it's like I mean, worlds over, people in very different circumstances are having healthy children. Yes. It's just so odd that your body just does it. It's just doing it. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. And I'm just chilling. Do you have anything else you want to say about being pregnant? We really didn't talk about, like, your, like, symptoms or anything like that that much. But I feel like we had a deeper discussion. Is it that interesting, though? Like, I don't know that... I don't know that people care. Or that I care. Okay. You caring sure but i feel yeah. like i care like not that care i don't care about the fact that i am <laughs> pregnant like more so just that like i don't think it's that interesting to talk about your nausea and no stuff like that okay that's yeah. fine all right well thanks for sharing with us anytime yeah and yeah. i can't wait to meet baby i can't wait well i can it's, it's i just don't know it's like a double-edged thing yeah it's like i i want to i want it to be here but then at the same time it's like but then no turning back <laughs> You no taxis back. No t- yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, then you got to start fucking diapering. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, I actually want to, because I, I have my babysitting license, okay? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I got it when I was 12. Um, but, like. Wait, you don't have to renew that shit? <laughs> that's a fucking one time. For sure, that was some out-of-date information by this point. What do you mean? Well, maybe maybe to babysit you just need to know how to like put on a fucking diaper have they changed how you put on diapers in the last 10 years they fucking might have i'm 27 i'm not 22 (laughs) (laughs) it's a fucking cold bitter realization isn't it anyway i wanted to buy like a little baby like a fake baby doll (laughs) i was with sam and i was like let's buy this so we can practice putting on diapers it's been a fucking minute since i put on a diaper man like you know yeah. So I wanted to do this. So I don't know. Maybe we do that. Maybe we take like a class together. <laughs> I, I had to take the babysitting course for um, this one family that I babysat for. Oh, really? Yeah. They they specified that they wanted somebody who had gone through the babysitting course. So I took it. That's fair. Yeah. Which was, I learned stuff. It's, but I had been babysitting for like years before that. It's crazy to me that I used to babysit as much as I did. Yeah. I babysat a fucking lot, man. You babysat way more than I did. It's so odd because, like, that seems like a period of my life that I just don't even recall. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. No. <laughs> no. Okay, go ahead. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, thank you for sharing. No problem. That's it. <laughs> I guess I wasn't going to do that a That was sign quite off. the sign-off. <laughs> that was worth it. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Bye. <clears throat> Oh, the sides of my head are so sweaty.